Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Cast Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Outcast Shark Sharks from the South Park Cast Sharks from the South Park Cast Podcast Shark Pod Sharks Park Park Podcast Sharks from the South the Park Podcast Podcast Shark of the Podcast Shark Podcast Shark Pod South Park Podcast Shark South Park and South Park Podcast Shark Welcome to another episode of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. And this week, we've reached the halfway point of Season 7 of South Park. Now, in a weird way, not only is this the halfway point of Season 7 of South Park, but this is also their first episode back since their last episode, which happened to be at the end of April. So, 
they've had about almost six months since they last did a South Park episode. So, the episode that I'm going to be talking about this week is South Park is Gay. And this, you know, I just want to bring this up how, you know, doing this episode um, this week and how lately Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, which is the show that they're going to be making fun of here this week, has made a comeback. It is on Netflix. Of course, it's a brand new cast, but, you know, they've just made this comeback. Um, and it's, it's interesting. It's almost a full circle kind of thing, you know. But, so, yeah, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Uh, I never watched a single episode of that show. Never did. Never had any interest in the show whatsoever. Just really never did. Uh, I'm not saying because of what it was about or who was in it. I just never had any interest. I, I just really never had any interest in it. Never did. Alright, so now that I have told you why I never watched that show... Let's dive into this week's episode of Shark's Pond here, or on Shark's Pond, with this week's episode, South Park is Gay. The episode originally aired on October 22nd, 2003, and was written by Trey Parker. I'm going to assume that this was also directed by Trey Parker. So the episode begins with Stan, Cartman, and Kenny standing at the school bus stop, dressed up, a little fancy, if you will. And Kyle comes, and he is in his normal clothes. So the guys are shocked with how Kyle is looking, and they're like, Let's take you to the mall! So they take him to the mall, and they play the song called All Things Just Keep Getting Better by Y... What's it? I'm looking at it. It's Wildlife, which I believe was the theme song to that show, uh, to the show Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. So they go shopping. They do this montage. They get Kyle all uh, fancied up. I'll, I'll call it as that. And they get home. And Gerald sees this, and he's in absolute shock that Kyle is dressed like this. So, the... Or that night, as a matter of fact, Gerald and Sheila, they go over to the Marsh's house. And, you know, Gerald is in his normal clothes, and he's thinking, oh, they're probably watching the football game. Well, here's... Most of the men are South Park, and they are dressed as if they were from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And they're explaining to Gerald, after being shocked about this, that they are embracing their metrosexuality, which is 
that you're still straight, but you have respect for the gay culture. Um, yeah, about that. But anyway, so the girls, the women of South Park, they are so happy because the guys, they've, they've cleaned themselves up, they've showered, you know, they, they've just been more affectionate, and they talk about the kids and how the kids are taking a bath every night, and they, and they take up, uh, they take, or they brush their teeth three times a day, and they're just amazed by this. So the next day, the boys are going to school, and they're thinking, oh man, we are going to get some from the girls. When all the boys are dressed gay, I hate to say it. They are just all dressed. They got their hair up, the clothes, the way they talk, everything. It even gets to a point where Craig has a group, and it looks like Craig's group is going to get into a fight with the guys. When Chef comes in, and he's just so upset about this, and he reminds them about how last year they did this, where they all acted black. Um, I think that's still going on today, but that's another story. So Kyle tells Chef that he doesn't feel like this. He, you know, he doesn't like this idea and he doesn't want to be a part of this anymore. So, as Mr. Garrison comes in, and this was sort of a funny part, he comes in and he's like, good morning, class. And they're like, good morning, Mr. Garrison. And Mr. Garrison looks and he's just in shock. And even Timmy is dressed up and he's like, Timmy. So Kyle comes in, he's in his normal clothes, and he gets made fun of a little bit. So Mr. Garrison has a, has a talk with Mr. Slave that night as they're going to the bar because, you know, he's, he's a little worried about, you know, the, the whole town starting to act gay. You don't act gay, you are gay. You know, that's, you know, that's their thing. So they get to the bar and... All the guys are there, and they're dressed up, their hair's up, they got the, you know, these fancy shirts and pants and boots, and, you know, they're taking, you know, Mr. Garrison and Mr. Slave, they're taking it back. So, Mr. Garrison tries to hit on some of the men, Think he's thinking they have turned gay, but... Instead, they're straight, which, you know, he now realizes. And it's like, you all can't be gay. It's not, you know, it's this whole thing about how you can't decide to be gay. It's sort of like, you know, you're either gay or you're not gay. It's pretty much that simple. It's this whole metrosexuality thing. So, the next day at school... Kyle wants to play football with the guys, but the guys don't want to do it. And Craig's group comes over, and it looks like they're going to beat up Kyle. When Stan and Carmen and Kenny come, and it looks like at first they're going to defend them, but Carmen and Kenny leave, and Stan, he's hesitant for a moment, but then he decides to leave. And all the kids, all the boys beat up Kyle. So Kyle comes home to school, 
Sheila is shocked because her son got beat up, and he's like, they beat me up because I didn't want to, you know, I, you know, for who I am. And she's like, being Jewish? No, for not being metrosexual. So she calls Gerald over to help the situation, and oh no, Gerald is not one of them. He has turned into them. So this doesn't help the situation out. And as Kyle is walking through the living room, the TV is on, and here's Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And he has seen what the problem is. The problem is this show, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. So then we get this interesting scene. This is a very interesting scene. Where Mr. Garrison, of all people, goes to Chef to talk to him. He goes to Chef and he asks to talk to him. And he discusses about how, you know, the whole town is going gay and, you know, it's just not right. And Chef sort of relays this to how when black people would say something like, oh, I'm going to stay at home. And then the white people are like, oh, I'm going to stay at home. Then they change it up, and then the whites use it, and then the blacks use it, then the whites use it, and it goes back and forth. So Mr. Garrison is at this point like, you know what? I'm going to go talk to them. I'm going to the, go talk to the queer eye people. So he leaves, and Kyle buys a ticket to go to New York City on a train to meet the people from Queer Eye. And as Kyle's going on the train, he pulls out a knife. Okay, I just I just want to ask this. It's 2003. This is post 9/11. You know, is there anybody on this train checking people out to see if they have any weapons of any kind? <laughs> because as Kyle sits with a knife in his hand, we zoom out, and here's Mr. Garrison sitting with a knife in his hand. So at first they have this argument of, I'm going to kill the guys from Queer Eye. No, I'm going to go and kill the guys from the Queer Eye. And then they just keep going back and forth. So Mr. Slave is the one. He's the, you know, brains in this situation. And he's like, why don't you just both go. Why don't you both go and do this? So they agree. So, as the townspeople, or at least the men anyway, are, you know, going crazy, and the women, they're starting to get a little bit sick and tired of this. Um, Mr. Garrison and Kyle, they get in to see the guys from Queer Eye. And they have this whole thing set up where Mr. Slave's going to come in, and he's going to shoot them. Well, here comes Mr. Slave. He swings from a rope, goes through the big window of the TV station, and he doesn't get up. Yeah. Good try. Give you the A for effort there, Mr. Slave. So, the Queer Eye folks end up not pressing charges on Mr. Garrison and Kyle and they leave so as they're leaving Mr. Garrison says out loud are they not gay at all where 
the guys stop, they lock the key, and they reveal themselves to be what they actually are. Crab people. Yep. Crab people. Maybe one of the biggest head scratchers in the history of this show. So the crab people, they abduct Mr. Garrison, Mr. Slave, and Kyle. And they take them down to their little cave. Well, not little cave, but it is a cave. So they tell them their entire plan of how they're going to take over the world. Because they were put down there a thousand years ago by man. Their plan is to make every man in the world metrosexual. And when they have become metrosexual and when they have become weak enough, then they will come out from underground and they will take over the world. And how do they prepare Mr. Garrison, Mr. Slave, and Kyle for this? By dressing them up as crab people and playing the theme song from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. So, we go to the first annual Metrosexual Pride Parade. Yes, this was a real thing in this episode. And all the guys are there, and they're on their little floats. And the boys say, they, they, they have a little chant, and it's a, an interesting chant. They go, we're here, we're not queer, but we're close, get used to it. Yeah, try to figure that one out. So, as one of the floats goes into, or gets into a crash into a building, a little fire starts. And some of the guys jump out, and they're like, Somebody stop it! Someone stop it! And they ask Officer Barbrady to do it. And he's like, Oh no, I just got my suit all pressed up. So there's this big fire now that is taking place. None of the guys can do it. So Sharon has an idea of how to fix this whole situation. So now we go back to the TV station where they are filming an episode of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy where they are going to fix the President of the United States. No, no, not, not, not the one that we have right now. Uh, no, not, 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 not Obama. Uh, George W. You know, that one, that president that seems to be forgotten. But anyway, so they are, you know, they're filming the show and they're, you know, getting him changed. And Kyle and Mr. Garrison are like, don't fall for it. Don't do it. And the crab people are like, foolish humans, they can't hear you. So as they're filming this episode, here come the wives, and they got baseball bats, and they're beating the crap out of the people from Queer Eye. And it's to the point where they have killed the guys from Queer Eye for the straight guy. So, they say, the, the women say, we want our husbands back. We want our husbands back. We miss them being dirty. We miss them having chest hair. We miss them talking football. We, you know, we miss all that. So as the head of the TV station might press charges on them, some of the crab people come out and they die. 
And apparently this is not the first time that crab people have tried to use television to take over the world. They tried this before with the Jeffersons. So now they're like, okay, well, what's the new hot trend that we can do to, to fix this? Latinos. Yep, they're going to do Latin. And some of the guys, they, they embrace it. And they're like, hey, S.A., how you doing, Holmes? So we go to the school, and Kyle meets up with the guys. And he tells them, you guys hurt me. You turned your backs on me. You betrayed me when I needed you guys. You know, I don't, I'm going to need more than an apology. So the guys are like, you know what, whatever. If you're going to play football, come with us. So at first, Kyle doesn't go. He's going one way. He's about to go. And then he just turns back around and he goes and he follows him in disgust. And that is the end of South Park is Gay. Well, uh, this is a very interesting episode, maybe? Um, okay, I'll save this for about the first half of this episode they had they they had the episode going it was going really good but I think when they did the crab people twist um that's sort of where the episode changes and you know you sort of can't get out of that situation and then once you do it's pretty much game over. The first half of the episode is good. The rest is you sort of have to watch it to believe it. I'm not saying that you should watch the first half of the episode and then skip the rest. You're, this It's one of those episodes... <coughs> excuse me. It's one of those episodes where if you're jumping into the pool, you're not going to jump feet first. You're going to jump head first into the pool and you're going to sit there and you're going to watch it from beginning to end. That's how I look at this episode. For Like I said, for a while I thought this was a good episode. But then when the crab people twist came I think it's sort of where they lose their their edge, their momentum for the rest of this episode. So on a scale with 10 being the max I'm going to give this... Oh, boy, this is tough. I'm split. I, I, I want to give it an 8, but I think a 7 is a much better score. I think that's the more appropriate score for this episode. So I'm going to give this episode a 7 out of 10. It's good, but once you get to that third act, it's pretty much done for. All right. So where did the idea of this episode come from? The story sprang from a discussion among the writers about how far things had come since Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride was broadcast, which was six years ago at this point in time. Because if you think about it, and I'm going to get back to the rest of, uh, of where the idea of this episode came from, 
if you really think about it, and I, and I said this when Fro was on the show and when we talked about this show, or talked about the episode in particular, that episode is such a huge episode. That is the first topic episode that South Park ever did. And it is at a time where not too many shows, if any, were talking about gays or the gay community. Big Gay Owl's Big Gay Boat Ride should be up in the list. I'm not saying it should be number one, but it should be in the list. You know, if you're if you're doing listings of the most important TV episodes by topic, Big Gay Owl's Big Gay Boat Ride has got to be in that list somewhere. Because think about it, it's 1997. Being gay or coming out as gay is not as safe today as it was back then. So to continue on, at the time, Big Gay Owl was shocking and groundbreaking. But by 2003, gay culture was entirely mainstream, which it sort of was at that point. Production notes. Trey Parker and Matt Stone have since been critical of the third act twist of Crab People and consider the episode one of their worst. Though they brainstormed for hours to improve the episode after having deleted the initial subplot, are you ready for this? The initial subplot of Mr. Garrison leading the other gay people in South Park to compete with the metrosexuals. Now that could have been a better episode right there. They were unable to come up with anything better than crap people. Executive producer Ann Garofino was particularly critical of the idea, deeming it stupid. Parker later noted that crab people became this thing in the writer's room. It's like, you know, you just know there's something better, but you can't think of it, and now you've just got to go with crab people. In 2011, Trey Parker and Matt Stone did list this episode as one of their least favorite episodes of the series. Matt Stone, in the DVD commentary, called Crap People the worst idea we've ever had. In the episode Quest for Ratings, which I believe is a Season 8 episode, yes it is, it's a Season 8 episode, so we'll be talking about that uh, season in the near future. Eric Cartman suggested Crab People while brainstorming ideas for a news show. They're also mentioned at the end of two days before the day after tomorrow. Uh, is that another Season 8 episode? Yes, it is! It's another Season 8 episode, so we're going to get two times to get mentioned in Season 8. Where they were blamed for destroying the Beaverton Dam. Crab People also appear in the video games The Stick of Truth and The Fractured But Whole. And you know, I just want to say one thing uh, before I get to IMDb. And, and this is something that I was thinking about while talking about this episode and going through the notes and stuff. If you think about this, this could have been their jumping the shark. Because, and of course for those who don't know what that phrase is, it all stems from an episode of Happy Days where the Fonz jumps the shark, and when he jumps the shark, the show just never recovers. 
So here, this could sort of be, to a degree, South Park jumping the shark. But instead of jumping the shark, they're jumping crab people. But the fortunate thing about that is the show did not go downhill from there. They did go on and they did have a lot more better episodes than this one. Alright, time to talk about IMDb and let's see how people thought of this episode. Of 1,592 registered users on IMDb, the average rating for this episode is an 8.3 out of 10. To break it down, 376 people gave this episode a 10, 350 people gave it a 9, 452 people gave it an 8, that's the most uh, votes in this episode, 237 people gave it a 7, that's going to be the number that I give it, and 28 people gave this a 1, so this one, so, you know, if you voted for this as a 1, that's sort of like in the bottom, almost the bottom of this list. Of 1,100 registered male users on IMDb, the average male rating is an 8.2. Of 113 female uh, members of IMDb, the average rating is much higher. It is an 8.6. Very, very interesting that the women prefer this episode more over the men. Three reviews for this episode. How about that? Three reviews. So, let's jump right into it. First review is from Gangsta Hippie. Gangsta Hippie wrote, South Park is gay wasn't really all that funny, but it was an alright episode. It involves everybody in South Park turning into metrosexuals. Straight guys who take care of themselves like homosexuals. Kyle does not want to be part of the fad and is rejected by his friends and gets beat up. Meanwhile, Mr. Garrison sees that the show is making the, ga the gays lose their culture. So Kyle, Garrison, Mr. Slave, and eventually all the women in South Park all plot to murder the queer eye for the straight guy cast. But it turns out the cast are not human in an interesting twist. There are some funny moments in this episode, and the social themes are present as usual, but it's not that great of an episode. See, I'm sort of on the boat there. I'm on the boat with Gangsta Hippie. Uh, next review is from Stephanie, who has titled this The Best Episode Ever. Let's see why she thinks that. This was one of the funniest episodes I have ever seen. Mr. Slave is one of my favorite characters in this episode. I liked how all the boys were acting gay and it was funny. I liked the part at the bar where Garrison and Mr. Slave were trying to get the other guys to do all kinds of gay things with them. When I saw that part, I was rolling on the floor laughing. It was funny when Garrison didn't understand why they didn't want to go back to the house with him and Mr. Slave. I was kind of freaked out at the part with the crab people. I was screaming like a scared kid when I saw that part. It was funny when Kyle and Garrison were both going to kill the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy people, and they were fighting about who thought of it first. By far, this is one of the funniest episodes of South Park I have ever seen. Alright, that's one person's opinion. Last review is from Mr. Fusion, and this one got posted July the 1st, 2018, so this is brand new. This is hot off the presses. 
Mr. Fusion wrote, A decent episode that roasts the metrosexual trend with everything from conformity to cultural appropriation thrown in as well. But it's the crab people twist that's stuck in my head all these years, and this turns an otherwise amusing entry into a memorable one. It's off the wall, unexpected, and deranged enough to turn a cultural statement on its head. All right. Um, like I said, th this episode could have been their Jump the Shark episode, but fortunately, it does get better. So, you know, it's not the end of the world. All right, that's going to do it for the show for this week. So let's get into the plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter. It is SharksPond97. You can join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Type that in the search bar, and you are right there. And if you can't find us, don't worry. I will post the link in the description box, and you can go from right there to join our group. And don't forget to visit the Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts. Check it out. Your support helps not only this podcast, but other podcasts that I do as well. Next week on Shark's Pond, I'm going to review probably one of the most famous episodes in the history of the show. Next week, I will be reviewing Christian Rock Hard. That is the episode next week. And until then, I am Bill, and you've been listening to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. <laughs>